welcome to the war report i am your host cyrus joined by the comeback spot kwan how you feeling man it, 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 it's been a week both of our lives are moving man How, how's, how's it going um yo just all right man it's just just turn around <laughs> you know what i mean the weather getting nicer i got my first shot yeah um it was straight i get i got i had a little headache but besides that <laughs> i was all right I think the, 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 the second shot is the one that gonna make you go ah, i don't know if you i know, can record i, I was out i'm about to say if it's, if it's on a uh, wednesday I, I might have to like that one, bro. Uh, man, I, I, I've done the show solo before, but now, uh, recently I've been out in the outing. I saw, I saw, I saw it uh, with the boy with, with the boys at uh, RSPN, Jeff and Mark, fully vaxxed, and that was an experience, man. It it it, it was surreal. Um, Miami's still packed, as you know, people don't really care. It's Florida, but like. Just not really having to worry about like, oh my god, you know, like, hey, this, yeah. stand the fuck back, like, <laughs> it, Yo, it, you, it was cool. You know what's crazy too? Mm-hmm. I was playing. Uh, there was plans. I was supposed to go to Miami that weekend as well too. Oh wow! But I ended up not being able to go because some other shit happened. But that would have been wild if I had the, the whole the whole the, like the, the whole game would have been there. Winwood Gramps. That would uh, that would have been a blast. But yeah, uh, I'm I'm vaccinated. It feels good. So it, it was nice to hang out with the boys at uh, yeah, man. RS, uh, RSPN. I love hanging out with um, I love hanging out with Mark. We've done it multiple times. Uh, I miss Jeff. It's been a year. It, it's been too long since I've seen Jeff. So it, it was nice to see him. It, it was fun. Uh, per, per, big promotion, boys. Uh, they they denied me and then they bounced back and said, ah. What? They saw the value, man. My bad, bro. <laughs> they said my bad. We we gonna re we gonna extend your contract. So I'm a salary man now. So that feels good. Congrats. That's 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 fantastic, man. Yeah. So that's lightly. You know, life you know me. I, speaking of speaking of employment, you feel me? Talk, bro, you know talk your mean? shit. Your boy. Your boy finally got a job. I've been sitting on my ass for about <laughs> fourteen months now. So. We back, pandemic baby. Shit, that pandemic shit. I'm, I'm, I'm employed. I'm booked and busy. Well, I, 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 I'm not gonna say who you who you're working for, but it is a big deal. That is, yeah. that, is, that, is, that is a big position. Hey. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's about time. You know, you think I work? I work for this fucking uh, degree for nothing. Oh shit! What what's you majoring? Well, I have, a, I have a business major. Oh shit! I didn't know yeah. that. Hey man, we need to talk more. <laughs> we really don't talk. No, we we talk more than I thought we would. <laughs> I'm, I'm not I'm not gonna lie. I'm a personable guy. No, I I know, but it's just like I know it's a little you know, age. Di- it's a little age difference, but like you know what I mean. No, but like we've been in a group chat in a really long time, and I was just like, let me talk. Let me talk to Quant personally. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, but uh. Nah, man. Uh, so it's all good. Like we got we got the Patreon flowing. Please, uh, subscribe to us on Patreon. I I don't have it up, but if you want to be on this show at any point any point in time, you would have to pay a pretty nice sum <laughs> on the Patreon. The website is not loading fast enough for me to check it out. Come on. Uh, bro. Uh, also, I don't have the login, so uh, 
$50, you could be on the war report. And I definitely think that you want to like get in on it after like a, a AEW pay-per-view or a prediction show for, a, you know, something fine. You can just but, PayPal me low key. If you want to just pay. <laughs> don't do that. You know I mean? <laughs> uh, supporting a Patreon gets you cool shows uh, like spot callers that uh, with me, myself, uh, myself and Justin, which came back uh, earlier this week. You can listen to us talk about uh, hardcore he- heaven, 1999. That was a really fun show. I don't, I don't really watch a lot of, uh, ECW shows, so it, it was nice to uh, come back for that. When, normally, when I don't watch, you know, NXT, WWE, or AEW, whenever I want to watch like independent stuff, I usually go across the pond. Like I usually watch like stuff in Mexico, UK, Japan, stuff like that. So it was cool to just you know see a big bit, of, uh, see a big uh, bit of history. Um, yeah, I'm gonna listen uh, to it tomorrow at the gym. Yeah, so you can go on our Patreon and you know you could uh, hit the five 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 dollars and then you can listen to that. We have a lot uh, a lot more stuff planned for spot callers and you know you get episodes of the War Report a show early and you get a little uh, extra content on there as well. Talk about a little extra um, topics, which uh, I, I think one of our big uh, Patreon topics will be coming on later on uh, in the weeks. I think after blood and guts i think we should probably talk about like uh like an old takeover that we talked about um but yeah man uh let, let, let's get uh, into the trenches man there's a lot of, uh there's a lot of bit of news that i picked out shout out to the daily smart uh shout out to rich um if you don't want to follow any you know some of these weird journalists out there on twitter you can just follow the daily smart on twitter and just really get all you know all your news without any of the weird problematic fluff that a lot of these uh journalists uh gives out on twitter but let's get into it so over the weekend (laughs) for some reason kenny omega defeated rich swan for the uh the impact world championship how did how do you feel about this corn because you know I, I spoke about it before on the Spot Callers episode, but I want to know how you feel about it. I'm going to be 100% honest with you. I didn't watch the match. Oh, I no, I didn't either. But I was about to say. No, but like, uh, <laughs> but like just Kenny winning in general and now belt jerking. Hey, it's, it sounds like uh, Impact getting hold if we're going to keep it a stack. Big I, stack. I mean, like, if, if we're really looking at this relationship, this forbidden door that was open. It seems I, like only well, one side's benefiting. I I, whatever, I think I think the, the I think the forbidden door comment is like strictly for like a new Japan uh partnership. But um the doggy yeah. door, whatever it is. I don't like, <laughs> Yeah, this is a, a doggy door, but yeah. Um what are we doing? Like I don't I don't what what is impact gaining from this? Unless Tony Khan like nothing. giving him some bread for this or something. I I I don't think bread is enough because you 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 pay like you know, let, let Tony Khan is sliding them the fee, but like I feel like they're losing way more stock than they needed to for this partnership. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I don't think this makes your roster look good at all, and I don't really necessarily. I don't think it does anything for Kenny Omega. Um, 
there was a tw- uh, there was a tweet that came out. I'm not going to try to look it up right now, but um, a per- somebody just said that you know Kenny Omega like belt collecting and this whole uh, collaboration is for Kenny Omega's legacy, and I. I there's a whole bunch of guys that have never won uh, like won titles before or you know belt collected and all this other stuff and they have amazing legacies just being uh just being really good wrestlers like that's really all it takes so um i i don't necessarily agree with that take but you know i i i really don't see the purpose in this like i i think it's really weird this partnership is odd um a, a little bit of extra news that like came out after the Kenny Omega win. An impact uh executive uh Scott uh Del More was just like, hmm, I hope Kenny Omega is ready to for the responsibilities that it uh you know it takes to that comes with this prestigious title. And I'm just like, um, probably should have guaranteed that. Yeah, yeah, there shouldn't be any mystery behind it. Maybe that was just like, you know, just some fluff for the tweet. But it's just like, oh, probably should have guaranteed that on the contract. Like, is is Kenny Omega now going to be a impact regular? Are they going to treat him as a Brock Lesnar type? Yeah, because I thought being a Brock Lesnar type was a bad thing. So what 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 happened what happened there, fellas? Now now it's all, now it's all cool. No, don't you understand? Kenny loves the business. Yeah, not only cares about the oh, money. Remember? Yeah, it, it, it's super silly, and I. A lot of people. Kind of, you know, it was just like laughing about like, oh, Kenny Omega like won the championship, and now you have to talk about it. Well, um, I wrote some thoughts down. Uh, that night, like my, my first reaction to it, and uh, this is what I had to say. So this is past right now. So you remember a couple of weeks ago when Kenny Omega um, did an interview and he just talked uh, he talked about Triple H and his uh, cordial uh, his relationship with uh, Triple H being like sort of cordial and yeah. Triple H understanding his kind of like grand philosophy or vision of bringing the wrestling world together. You know, like he wants kind of like this grand unification. And yeah, I don't think that belt collecting is that, you know, and we're seeing uh, with this partnership with Impact that what 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 has Impact got from this? They get Kenny Omega, you know, doing whatever. And, you know, the good the good brothers showing up, whatever. Um, and then private party showed up for a little bit. That's it. That um, I don't really think that benefits anything. And then I forgot until the belt teleported on his shoulders that night that he is also the uh, the Triple A champion as well. Yeah. And we don't get any Triple A talent coming over to AEW or anybody but Kenny Omega going over there. This is a we like I get his philosophy and like I definitely do think he loves the business like he kind of wants like territories and you know same way that triple h sort of like wants it yeah and like bring everything all together but this is a really really weird way to go about it 
Like I uh especially for it to like be him, you know? Like I'm not trying to sound like disrespectful, like Kenny Omega doesn't deserve to like, you know, go, but like I think it's weird that he's gonna like be like I'm gonna be the Messiah that brings all the like, you know? Like, I I thought that was weird. Like you definitely could have like, you know, sent X person over there to win the title instead of you, you know? But also, it's not even like my timeline's even talking about impact like that. It, oh, no it, had, it had a little buzz for the for, you know for that pay per view, but come you know weekly Tuesday is it still on Tuesdays? The uh, they they moved they moved over once NXT got that time slot. So oh uh, whatever day uh, Thursday uh, yeah they're Thursday now. Yeah, like I'm not yeah I don't see I don't even know what day it is. It's like it's not even on the timeline like that. So mm. I I genuinely can't think of anything, you know that impacts benefiting from this. Yeah, or 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 like how this parallels with Kenny Omega's like grand philosophy yeah. of like so like I I do think this is really weird. Like I don't hate the impact partnership, but I just hate how it's currently being executed because it just seems like uh you know Don Callis who is like Kenny Omega's like heater, I guess. I don't really know why. And then like the good brothers, like it, it seems very um boys club ish and it it really shouldn't have been that because like you know aew women's division desperately needs help there's uh there's women on the aew roster that basically have really nothing to do mm-hmm. why not send it over to impact let them have some exhibition matches like it wouldn't hurt yeah like I, it, it it's not a t- like uh I, I guess i would say like to finish it off like it's not a two-way street or like you know impact is not uh Impact is not uh, receiving what they're giving, I guess. You know, it, it, it's not a mutual exchange. Man. Yeah, they're getting... Uh, I, yeah. yeah it, it, <laughs> informally, I'll say, yeah, you get a hold. Like, you look like some bitches right now. But, uh, like, I just feel like... I don't, I don't know. Like, how how is AEW, like, having such a stronghold over them? Like, Impact don't die. You feel me? Like, I feel like you you have the seniority to like really be like, nah, we don't want we don't want him to win the championship, you know, or like you know now they have blood and guts. Like, blood and guts really could have been you know five impact dudes versus like five AEW dudes. You ever you ever that thought about been, that? That like, would have been fun. Like, too. you think how cool been, if, like, if they would have built that up? That would have been fun. You know, like that would have been really cool. But you know, it is what it is. That's why I find this partnership so weird. But Moving on, NXT has some uh, has some new uh, new talent coming in. Some new coaches. They announced some people in their new class. This is a much smaller uh, class than the last uh, set of people that came through. Uh, I think I think like last time it was like fifteen people. <laughs> I think this is all the same class. It's just the people who couldn't fly over. They're just now flying over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so first on the list is uh, Sire. We seen her debut uh, last week against Zoe Stark. It was a really good match. <clears throat> um, we got, uh, sorry, I'm gonna butcher the name. I'm not really good with names. I have to hear it first. But uh, Sanjana, uh, Sanjana, you see, you see it on that, the dot. That sounds like it. Probably is she of 
um, I don't even know what. I don't even know what. The Sorry, hell. I, I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I, I didn't want to put her full. Well, I didn't want to put a full, the full description they have for her into the dog. It's supposed to be short, but um, she has an MMA background, so uh, I'm looking forward to seeing her. I, I do love my 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 shooters. You feel me? Uh, we got Jennifer Iglesias. Uh, she is a high-level weightlifter and son of Bronco of CM- CMLL. So uh, I'm not really familiar with CMLL, but you know she has a family tied to wrestling. So we we might see something really cool there. You know, uh, she might be you know really passionate. So you know, sure. Good gym, man. Mm-hmm. Assign assign me, which I stood up on my feet for. Hideki Suzuki as a coach, but I love this man. <laughs> now, explain, uh, explain to me who Hideki Suzuki is. Hideki Suzuki is uh, he is a Japanese veteran. He has performed, uh, wrestled for places like BJW, which I know where he, uh, that's where I know him from. Um, Russell One in Japan. There is some uh, just uh, wrestled everywhere in Japan for the most part. He is a phenomenal, uh, phenomenal talent. He had a match against Timothy Thatcher not too long ago mm-hmm. in Bloodsport where he beat his ass. And I thought that match was fucking sick. Um, he's he's a uh, he's a shoot. He's a real shooter. So if uh, if he could teach these dudes to really uh, get on the ground and hit really hard, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I can't wait to see what he teaches these people. Hey, he's not even that old. Yeah, so, he's only uh, he, he's only he's, he's only forty one, and every uh, you know, whenever somebody signs to the WWE, you know, you get those edgy people, or you know, they're just telling jokes. They're just like, oh man, I can't believe he retired. And then he found one of those tweets and was just like, I didn't retire. What do you mean? Like he, <laughs> he doesn't get the joke. But uh, yeah. super funny. Uh, I think he's a re- uh, he's a really good performer. I, I, um, when I saw his first match for. I think it was the first episode of Spot Callers. Actually, I was amazed. <laughs> uh, I, I, I gotta look out for him. I gotta go YouTube him. Uh, I'll, I'll send you the match. I, I, I some really good stuff. I think he's really good. Right, um, Matt uh, Far Farrell, Farrelly, Farrelly. Um, he's Uzzy, so I'm not really familiar with him. But he's trained by Robbie Eagle, so uh, that is promising. Uh, that's about it. That, that's all. Uh, WWE has really been tapped in to the uh, the, the New RPC. Zealand, yeah, and I think that's cool. Like, I do too. I do too. Um, because I remember in an interview, uh, I referenced this interview a lot, but I remember in an interview very way way back on Talk Is Jericho with Will Osprey. Mm. I know this is a very uh strange people to uh <laughs> go back to in this current day and age, but uh. Will Ospreay was talking about how, like, no, like, the Australian wrestling scene has not been really, like, tapped into. Like, the only people that, like, really tapped into it was PWG by getting uh, Jonah Rock, who is um, Bronson Reed now. Yeah. That was, like, that was about it. And then right after, I, I would say, like, a couple years after this is when we start seeing like Robbie Eagle in New Japan, yeah. where we're seeing, uh, you know, NXT UK. Just they're just like, oh, let's just get all those uh, the Australian people and put them over there and in, uh, in the New Zealand. So 
I think it's really cool that um, they can go out there and go represent their uh, their people since there's been uh, a lack of it, apparently. Um, and then last person, I kind of familiar with her work. I haven't seen much match. Like, I haven't seen the matches, but I've seen clips and I know what she can do. But uh, Steph D. Lander, she, uh, she was the women's champion at... Um, Melbourne City Wrestling, which I know Indy Hartwell from, and she is a good friend of Indy Hartwell. So I thought it was uh, very fun to see them reunite. Um, I know a lot of people were just like, oh, man, now we're going to get Indy. And, uh, and I was just like, she's not debuting for a minute. So let's relax, guys. <laughs> and I think it, uh, I definitely think it's for sure the best for her to still be with Candice LeRae. Uh, they did not say mm. in uh, young, though, right? You... Yeah. So what is weird is that like they only gave certain ages for certain people on the WWE article, and I was just like, that is so odd. And you know, I'm not I'm not a journalist, so I ain't gonna do research. I I, <laughs> I didn't think you would ask this question. <laughs> I'm, asking, I'm asking questions. I, I'm I, I, <laughs> I did I did I I did not come prepared, but she is really good. She is a powerhouse. Um, definitely look out for her. She is very experienced. Um, just uh, really good stuff. Now, I wanted to play a fun game uh, really, really fast. And out of these people that assign, excluding uh, Hideki Suzuki and Saray, how many years will you, you think DC will tape you? <laughs> Say again? How many what? Uh, how many years you think it will take till they debut? All right, look. So, Saray's <laughs> already on TV. Yeah. Then Jana, she had the MMA background. So I'm going to say I'm going to give her about mid, early, early 2023. Maybe. Maybe a little, even sooner than that. It might be late 2022. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to, I'm just going to say three years. Wow. Okay. <laughs> does, does she have any experience at all? Do you know? Uh, no, I'm not familiar with it. Okay. I just, I, I just took, I seriously just took what was in the WWE article. Right. Jennifer Mitchell Iglesias, long name, high level weightlifter, daughter of Bronco. I'm assuming she has some kind of background in the ring. So, and she, so yeah, probably like a year. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say a year as well. They because NXT, low, yo, low key, if they throw her with the, uh, I don't know, I mean, Legato del Fantasma still around by then. Think about it. Santos is a second generation. He might, he might be third generation. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I believe, uh, that, I believe that was my... a second generation. Mm-hmm. He might be. I don't know. I might have made that up. I might have just lied. <laughs> <laughs> but don't worry. Uh, it's it, it, it sounded good. Good, um, good friend of Nelson is gonna send me a text, and I'll be like, "Oh, oh okay." <laughs> um. So yeah, I can see her not being uh, i'm being I, on tv pretty soon i can see her debuting very soon because there is not a lot of uh powerhouses like right now i would say it's just zoe stark and raquel gonzalez so uh, mercedes too mercedes is kind well, of she's a bully well mercedes martin when i say powerhouse she doesn't you know she don't have that look well not the look is that she's not really manhandling anybody like a, in a brian cage-esque kind of way got you so uh, more, more, more into like a old, you know, since I watched the WCW show, you feel me? More in the Taz kind of way, you feel me? I feel you. Okay. <laughs> um, Matt Forelli, 
Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't. <laughs> maybe in a he, tag team. A, yeah, but he'd be a tag team. With fucking actually, he'll probably debut like in a couple of months as a tag team, and then he gets the uh, the long delay. You know, NXT you know, like this, to do you that. Know, this is what NXT does. Yeah, they'll put you on TV for a jobber match real quick, <laughs> and then you'll be gone for six months, repackaged as a whole new character. That's usually what they do. Yeah, let, let's see how good you sell real quick, man. Yeah, you sell pretty good. Let's see what you do. You, you, do you know where the camera's at? You feel me? Yeah. And Steph Delander, depending on her age, I don't know how old she is, but it might be a minute before we see her. Uh, I'll be honest. Yeah. I don't I don't know nothing about that girl. I don't know how much experience she got. I uh I would say she is a former champion, but on the Okay. Oh, so, okay, then maybe maybe not. Um I'm not sure uh if she wrestled for Shimmer at any point in time, but if she is like if she even like set a toe in the shimmer ring, we'll probably see yeah. her very soon. <laughs> yeah, we are so unprepared for stuff. Let's see. Well, like, uh, I can't retain. I I really can't retain all this information uh, <laughs> well, with, with with the way that life is, how fast life is going right now. Also, life is lifing, man. Also, it makes the doc. It makes the docket very cluttered. This so it, it it's hard to read through when we're doing the podcast. So while you're looking up her age, I just want to talk about. I was uh, looking at this to see if she wrestled in Shimmer. Okay, uh, just go to Cage Match and just put her name. I'm, um, I'm literally. She has wrestled in Shimmer. Oh, that's it. <laughs> She's debuting with, with, tomorrow. With, with Indy. Mm-hmm. She's debuting tomorrow. All right. Now we know. But no, uh, that's nice. And um and in and, and very sad news. Well, I think both I, I think both these news are sad. Oh, I didn't finish the second uh the last docket, but I'll just say that Sadie Gibbs retired earlier this week. Um she is a stellar British talent. She was on AEW for a little bit during that really, really odd time where women were getting like three minutes on the show and possibly like six minutes on dark. <laughs> she had, she had, was she the one who had the pre show match with um, Britt Baker? Uh, they called her a dentist. That from the dentist she started? No, she that started uh, that? that wasn't Sadie Gibbs. No, that that, that was Bea Priestley. Yeah, Bea Priestley. Priestley. That's right. okay. She was just like, "You're a fucking dentist." <laughs> <laughs> Bought her up with that one. But um, Sadie Gibbs, her time in AEW was very short lived. Um, very unfortunate. I was a big fan of Sadie Gibbs in stardom and a lot of the stuff that she did um in the UK, and she talked about. Uh, her AEW departure on the uh, on the Chris Van Veit show way way back. I I, I must have missed this uh, when it initially happened, but she basically says that when the pandemic started, there was a lot of UK talent. Most they're most likely working on a visa, so you know they couldn't really keep them, and they will be losing money that way. And they got rid of all of their UK people. Except Anthony Agogo. And I think that's because he's most he, he most likely like paid his uh paid his fee to like join the nightmare family and stuff like that. Or uh the nightmare factory, you know, for the school and stuff like that. So I think it would be fucked up to like for him to pay his enrollment fee for the uh, for the school and they'd be like, Yeah, you can't stay here. Yeah. So uh I I get it. Um 
they definitely could have kept. Uh, I think the AEW could have definitely kept her, and she could she could have done some really good stuff in the women's tournament. But um, so sad. Uh, so sad to see uh, Sadie Gibbs go, man. I, I was a really big fan. I hope she gets some bookings. I hope I hope the UK. Oh, no, she's out. done. Done so. <laughs> yeah, oh. she 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 is uh, she's out the game. Uh, last well, uh, when I caught this news, I went on Instagram and I saw she was like selling like uh. She was selling like uh, protein powder. I say, yep. Hey, you know what I mean? Best of luck in all future endeavors. Yeah, man. Please, please come back. Sadie Gibbs, if you hear this, please come back. You are a a phenomenal talent. Um, Go to NXT UK, man. I I know. Hey, Hey, man. I know a lot of people have problems with NXT UK, but it ain't with the women. I like you. I like NXT UK, man. But I understand the, the the scene out there is a little a little nasty. Yeah, yeah, just a little the, bit. Their reput uh their reputation is absolutely shot. It's but done. fuck all those guys. But hey, man, Sadie Gibbs, go have a match with Michael. Hey, I, I want to talk about. <laughs> yeah, be nice. Oh, go ahead. I want to talk about something we did. We left off the docket. Oh, what happened? Your boy, your boy Drake Wirtz, man. Oh yeah. Uh, hey. I, I was at, I was actually going to save it when we went to NXT, but yeah, we could talk about it right now. Did you put it on that. the NXT list? I didn't even. No, see I it. didn't. But I was gonna, uh, I was gonna drop it in like your ass just did right now. <laughs> um, so uh, hit, hit him up, Quan. Uh... Look, look, man. <laughs> look, you might have to go, bro. I like. <laughs> It, for for those who don't know, referee, former head referee of NXT, Drake Wirtz. Um, my man is full crazy, full loco. He's a big Q believer. If y'all don't understand what Q is, Q, QAnon—that's what it is. QAnon. Uh, it's a it's actually a great it's... docu series on HBO Max. That I've been watching, but okay. it's it's wild. Basically, the the basis of it is that like. The, the democratic liberals and the elites in the Hollywood are a bunch of pedophiles and all this is a conspiracy for pedophilia and whatnot. But basically my man's called in to his local government meeting in NXT gear, NXT logo proudly on his chest, crying about how masks are a cover up for, you know, uh, predators. Yes, uh, children pedophile, child yeah. child trafficking, and um, you know, um, yeah. Look, let let let's stop there. I'll wait, say look, this. Look, man. Look, man. Uh, I'll say this. Go ahead, um, man. What do you got to say? Because for for the people that want him fired or just wondering, yo, why the fuck hasn't WWE fired him yet? It's tricky. Let yeah, it's it's tricky. Let, let, let's absolutely start there. Like, I know, you know, they fire people all the time, but this is where it kind of gets shaky. This is like shaky ground here with firing because um, shout out to John uh, Highland. He, he dropped this phenomenal message in our group chat earlier. It was just like, maybe Drake Wartz is really taking this as far as he can and then, you know, if WWE lets him go, he becomes a martyr for his cause. Yeah. And this is when, and that's when the true grift activates. Yep. So I think, I know it's really shitty and he should not be employed. 
but I definitely think that this is uh, the good timeline right now before he becomes like a, a, a Dr. Umar type Fikuan through his NXT firing. So um, it, it is shitty and he should not like, I can't like, I'm going to be really real. I can't say that Drake Wurtz just being a ref hinders any any of my enjoyment on NXT. Like, I barely know he exists. I, I think the only time he's really been prominent was during the uh, the final beat. Yeah. Uh, like, I don't really care for his existence. Like, he really doesn't exist to me in this match. Like, he's really just striped shirts. Um, but, like, let's say WWE fires him today. Now, this is where he gets the uh, the lawsuit for wrongful firing. And then now he gets all the other Q on wackos to, uh, like, back him up on it. Yep. And, yeah, WWE might have, uh, what is it? They might have the legal team, but, you know, he puts up a GoFundMe and then the Q on, like, allows him to get a legal team just as good. It's not, it's not even about the win. It's just, you yeah. know, it's just it, the whole deal. It, uh, and then, you know, it, it could, uh, tra- like, it could transition to some other shit where it's just like, you know, WWE is trying to silent beliefs. And now AEW has, like, uh, I mean, uh, NXT, WWE, whatever, has, like, these conspiracy wackos on them now because they are going into a more entertainment route. Yeah. So now, you know, it was all Hollywood before, but now now it's in Orlando and now NXT is wrapped up in this uh, this pedophile ring. I know how that sounds, guys. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, uh, although they do have some other people that honestly are in the same kind of situation where, you know, they can do a wrongful fire or they can, you know, probably sue on the grounds of a wrongful firing or, you know, I didn't do anything wrong. And then, you know, it just transition into some other shit yeah man it's just um i know i know uh what is it blix has a real hard on for getting him out of here oh my god Look. but like honestly I, I i just ignore him like i really like who drake or bix <laughs> uh both actually <laughs> um like the, the q on thing is absolutely insane it's a lot um shit. and what is it Nia Jax also being on that. I, I'm I'm really I'm really concerned if like, you know, if his like Drake Wars, whatever, let him go. But I am really worried about like his influence. Yeah, because it seems like he kind of influenced Nia on I don't know if she's like fully Nia. Q, but she definitely on that save the children shit. On that save the children. Yeah, shit. or just she uh a little uh a little too deep in it. I, yeah, I uh, you know what I mean, I don't know their relationship. Because from what I've heard, even like previous to, you know him signing with WWE, like, like Drake's a really nice guy and like everybody loved him. He was like, um, he, I heard that often back when he was uh, in the younger days, like the nicest guy. So, yeah. I mean, like, you know, I mean, you know? A- 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 anything could flip the switch, you know, the, For sure. the, the one, the one wrong, conspira- one wrong conspiracy theory can send a motherfucker into a spiral. You can get, you can get rad- so, radicalized real quick. I, to, to to finish this off, I would say I think, you know, I'm I know this is such a shitty thing to say, especially <laughs> the way that America is currently. 
but I'm going to have to take the lesser evil of him just being a WWE ref than him getting fired and then possibly becoming a Dr. Umar type for these q people. That, that, that is my take on it. Right now, I'm really just going to have to wipe my hands clean and be like, you know, I, I don't follow him on Twitter. I don't follow him on Instagram. I don't look at his bullshit. The q shit never is ex- existed to me until I heard, you know, people going crazy on Drake Wars. You know, uh, bl- I, I enjoy being blissfully ignorant. <laughs> I, I sometimes I do miss it. Sometimes I wish I didn't know the things I knew. Yo, <laughs> be ignorant about shit. I kind of no, I, yo, I kind of want to go dummy, so son. Bro, knowing <laughs> shit is so trash. I hate knowing shit. It's the worst fucking thing. I kind of I kind of want to you know, go dummy, son. <laughs> you know what my you know what my problem is too, bro. Like I have I have to know. Well, I think like, my. I, my my issue is I think I'm coming to terms with it. I'm a Twitter addict. I really enjoy Me being too. on Twitter. So uh, or I just enjoy being on the internet. And there's a lot of information just going into this echo chamber. And then sometimes you get hit with some really informative shit. That's rare. But like you get hit with a lot of stupid shit. When I saw the tweet, do y'all watch uh do y'all watch porn in a barbershop? I said, yo, there's people in that actually do that. Shop? You know, I what, was though? just like, I could have gone my whole life Hold without on. thinking Hold that that's a that's a thing that possibly you happens think, in real you, life. You think that's wild, bro? They when the R. Kelly tape came out, they was selling it in the in the in the in the in the fucking barbershops. Mind this you, is, this is exactly knew the girl you. may or may not have been underage. They were still selling it in the barbershop. And you see, I wish I didn't know that. <laughs> I really wish I, I remember they were selling them shits in the barbershop on DVD. You want the right. R. Kelly set? Man, look, it's nasty out here, bro. Yeah, I didn't, but let's transition into NXT. <laughs> we, we, we went from Drake Works to R. Kelly. You know what? Actually, honestly, that's not Same that big thing. of a, not, not that big <laughs> of a jump. <laughs> All right, uh, let's get into it. So to start the show, um, well, first, I thought this uh, this NXT episode is pretty huge um, compared to the AEW show that we just uh, that just went off the air not too long ago. Um, there's a lot more stuff of note or of consequence and stuff that kind of like kind of trans moves the story uh, moves the story forward, but. Uh, mm-hmm. So we have Mercedes Martinez versus uh, Dakota Kai. I thought this was a really stellar match, and I'm really good that Dakota Kai didn't eat a pin here, and they just went with the disqualification finish. Which I'm not mad at because NXT doesn't do that a lot. If yeah. this was like an episode of Raw, I would have been like, I would have rolled my eyes at that. Oh, but, I would have been sick. <laughs> yeah, but because NXT doesn't do that often, I was fine with that finish. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, and now we'll be getting uh, Raquel Gonzalez versus Mercedes Martinez in two weeks' time. I think that will be very interesting. That should be a really fun match. Uh, Mercedes Martinez is, is going to make her look like a thousand bucks, and I think that's going to be great. Yeah, that's a great oh. first opponent for mm-hmm. Raquel to have. Yeah. Um, so next match, which I thought this match was uh, – it was really cool. Then, you know – a whole, a whole bunch of bull like I, I I seriously blinked and then a whole bunch of bullshit was happening. But uh we got uh 
Austin Theory versus Bronson Reed. If Bronson Reed beats Austin Theory, he will have a championship match. Uh, he'll have a, a title opportunity for Johnny Gargano's championship. I I don't know why they did it, but Candice, Candice LeRae and Johnny Gargano copying carrying Cross and Scarlet last week by standing yeah. in the dark. I was just like, why are you guys doing that? <laughs> they love doing that, too. I I really do like the way I think it's goofy and fun. And I thought... Uh, I thought Theory just coming out behind us. And I was like, hey, man, what are you guys doing? Because, like, I was, I was absolutely thinking the same thing. Like, you guys are being weird right now. <laughs> um, Amy Hartwell uh, is the uh, emo, e- e- emo daughter right now. She is very yeah. sad. I, I, is this because the flowers came to them? Or did something happen last week that I missed? That's where I thought I was like, did I miss something? Were there some YouTube exclusive that I missed? Yeah. Like, she upset? Well, yeah. Why is she upset? Is she, did she see the <laughs> segment where Shotzi and Moon got the flowers? Is that like what's going on? Yeah, that was really weird. I didn't understand what she was pouting about. I, I was hoping you did. <laughs> no, I, 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 I didn't. I, I, I must have missed something because initially I thought, oh, you know, Frankie Monet is the one giving them the flowers, blah, 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 and that, introducing herself and stuff like that. Yeah. But like I don't know, she she was very sad. Um, I I definitely think that should have been Candice LeRae because she literally got jumped last week because uh, uh, Indy abandoned her for me. Like that that definitely should have been, that definitely should have been Candice LeRae's uh, emotion going into the match. But it is what it is. Um, how'd you feel about uh, Theory and uh, Bronson Reed? Just like you know, just I the match enjoy, in general. I did enjoy the match. Um, the right person won is who I expected to win. Um, a lot of shit happened in the. A lot of stuff was going on. Um, a lot of. I'm 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 thinking about it back in my mind. It's not a lot, but it was there was a lot of moving pieces as it was yeah. happening. So you have Indy Hartwell getting in the ring, uh, having a uh, a back and forth with Dexter Loomis. I don't know how. You got. You know, uh, theory about to, uh, you know, indirectly hurt Indy by trying to go after Bronson Reed. And then you have Gargano trying to cheat at the same time. Yes. And I did like that Bronson Reed blocked the uh, final beat or the slingshot DDT, whatever they, uh, whatever um, Vic Joseph called it. Um, but I thought, I thought that was really cool. But I, I don't know. I, I, I thought that was so weird. <laughs> And then um, after the match, Candice LeRae was just like, this is Shotzi and Ember's fault. And I was like, oh, huh? Yeah. <laughs> what they had to do with it, bro? <laughs> yeah. Also, and then you had, like, even on top of that, you got LA Knight in the cut. Yeah. Oh, uh, oh I saw you had, you had eyes for me, Indy. It's like, it's like five storylines going into, like, yeah, uh, it, one. It, 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 it's hitting that, um, the, the AEW food web, you know? Yeah. Like, uh, NXT is usually in a chain, but now it's uh, webbing together all these yeah. different moving parts and pieces. Yeah, and I so thought, much going on. so yeah, it's, it's so odd. Um, <laughs> Dexter Loomis just coming out. <laughs> hey man, you you go uh, if you want ND back, bro. You gonna have to bust out some dance moves. Hit the uh, yeah, what, what is it? The Chris Brown when he was following the chick at the park, the <laughs> flipping the hat. Yeah, you gotta hit, gotta hit that. Yeah, gotta hit that motherfucker, bro. No, imagine that. Wow. But um, transitioning to that, it happens later on the show. But um, 
Ember Moon is supposed to be having a match with the Rob Stone brand, uh, Aaliyah and Jesse Kamea. Thank God it didn't happen. Um, unleash Jesse, man. Unleash Jesse Kamea. I know she got it in her. She's she's good. She's good. I, I I I've seen her praises many times before. I'm a, I'm a big fan. Shayna Baszler made her look like a thousand dollars when she was in Miami. I I thought that was fantastic. But um, the match doesn't happen. Indy Hartwell and um, Candice Candice LeRae come out. Well, first um, Ember Ember and Shotzi are about to enter the ring, and then gifts came out, or uh, you know. Uh, a nice fruit basket and some bouquets and some cupcakes. And then Indy Hartwell and Kenneth Ray come out and be like, those are for me. And I thought that was really cool. That uh, I, I still think that the relationship thing between Loomis and, uh, and uh, Indy Hartwell is really weird because it really just came out of nowhere. But show us some range. <laughs> show, show, show us some range, man. You know what's uh, great? It's, it's like the number two storyline on NXT right now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's uh what is it? It's it, it it it's the trash TV that like uh what was it? Paul Heyman was like doing for Raw for that little bit, but like yeah, it's not a little, a little milder. Yeah, it's not, it, it, it's not it, as it, wild. It, it's a, it's a nice sweet flavor. It's not too spicy. You feel me? It's yeah. not hitting no Jerry Springer territory, but um. Chelsea Blackheart, I mean, um, Candice Ray and Indy Hartwell are just beating the hell out of uh, Moon and Shotzi, shoving cupcakes in faces, and just I think uh, who they she cracked basket. She yeah, who she who she cracked who she cracked in the face with the fruit basket. Yo, like, fruits hurt, son. Yeah, fruits hurt, son. <laughs> Got cracked, cracked her crazy with that joint. But um, also I, I I thought it was really funny that uh, the Rob Stone brand are just like we won the tag team titles and they're like funny as fuck <laughs> chaos. <laughs> that was chaos. bad. But Cyrus, I, I'm, I'm gonna ask you a question. Would right. you rather get hit with a fruit basket or some tomatoes? The tomato that's just like an insult. You know what I mean? Like okay, tomato. So it would re- it would really have to depend what's in the fruit basket. But I would say I would just like to get. Is it just hit me with the fruit basket? Because uh, multiple tomatoes, it might hurt after a little bit. A, a fruit yeah. basket is like a, a one shotter. You feel me? <laughs> I can bounce back. You know, raw. Uh, <laughs> in in kayfabe oh, yeah. terms, is allegedly a rotten tomato, which makes it even oh, worse. Oh no, uh, I might, I, I might actually get sick. Just throw the fruit basket at my head, dog. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just crack me in the head with the shit. I'd rather take one huge punch than a, a whole bunch of little punches. You feel me? So, um, next week we'll be having a street fight between uh Black and Moon versus the Way. Candice LeRae is oh is two in street fights. <laughs> Let's start there, <laughs> and I think it's really uh, I think it is really really something that they are putting. Indy, Ar- Indy Hartwell, who doesn't have much experience, which is not a bad thing, but like in a street fight like this with a lot of like moving pieces. So, uh, well, I, I, I can't. She, the people she's working yeah. with, it, she doesn't need to do much. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to tell you. I'm waiting to see how she uh, interacts with that. I've never yeah. seen her use weapons before. Did she, did she use it during war games? Uh, that's not enough for me to. 
I don't know. I don't Sorry, know. Uh, I, I just know Indy Hartwell is a very like technical wrestler. So yeah. like, I'm gonna I, tell I, you I now. Shotzi's dying. Candice is dying. It's, it's gonna be like they're gonna go all out. I'm assuming it's gonna main event. Oh, I hope they main event. I think it'll be really good. And I, I think, think they're gonna fun. go nuts. Especially, you think they're gonna be some kind of like, yo, we gotta outdo um, Brit versus Thunder. I mean, I, I, to the best of their ability, obviously they can't do, you know, a bloody face. I mean, they could. Oh, well, they, yeah. Uh, <laughs> they could. And, he, and, he, and he just says, fuck it, cut, cut us a little bit. Look at the camera. That's all it takes. You know what I mean? <laughs> but uh, hopefully they do. That is a great match to try to, uh, you know, gaze the people for. It, it might just be as violent, but not as bloody. And I think yeah. that's, uh, I think a lot of people are going to, like, probably put the Britt Baker in uh, because, you know, the blood stuff. Yeah. And you know, Red Baker just the the that moment is what people really remember. That like that's the uh that's the that's the uh the Avengers Assemble shot, you feel me? Yeah her with the blood on the face, even over her eyes, really good stuff. But I'm looking forward to the street fight, man. I, I can't wait to see how um Indy Hartwell do. And shockingly enough, uh, uh, these motherfuckers would never make it into the main topics of the NXT section. But Drake Maverick and Killian Dane are doing something in Imperium that actually has me interested. I am I, I am very invested in. This. And the match was good. Yeah, and the match was really good. I I I I, I absolutely was hating after the first commercial break. I was hating. I was hating. I'm not even gonna count. I was hating. But <laughs> also shout out to Drake Maverick for wrestling with his pants halfway off his ass for half the match. That's impressive too. Hard hard. <laughs> Uh, that boy was sad. that boy was sad, sagging like boozy, right? He could he could have you know he could have zipped his pants back up. He said nah. <laughs> they they were beating that boy out his shorts, bro. <laughs> oh shit! But um, I, I I would say the the turning point of this match for me was um, it it looked really dumb to me, but when um. Drake Maverick was like scooting back to get the uh, to get the tag to uh, Killian. Yeah. Thought, why are you scooting back like that? <laughs> like I, I thought it was like if you were so worried about Killian Dane not being there, wouldn't you want to check if he was there first before even trying to go for the tag? Like I, I thought it was weird. But I like that they did this swerve where like you thought, mm-hmm. okay, he's gonna be upset because Killian Dane's not there. He loses the match. Right. I'm so I'm so glad they didn't do it that and they, and they put me with something else completely shocking with Alexander yeah. Wolf um not hitting Killian like showing hesitation with the chair. Yeah, it was fantastic storytelling all around. Whoever produced that match and put that together. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, man. What's your address, man? I want to send you an edible arrangement. Like, <laughs> you made me care about Drake Maverick and Killian Dane for like one night. That is like absolutely like that's some cool shit to me. Yeah, but um, even after the match, when Imperium wins, whatever, um, you know, uh, I saw Martel Bartel uh, get given uh, Alexander uh, Wolf a look. You know, like, hey man, what, what was that about? Uh, yeah, like I, I, I can't, see, I, I can't wait to see where that goes. So you better hope Walter ain't see that, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if I was Imperium. I'm Imperial with life, bro. I'm not trying to lose this jumpsuit, bro. <laughs> but uh, the main event, which uh, a, a really good match. I I thought this was fairly tame until the very last uh, 
like four minutes of it. The pa- Once the power bomb spot happened, that wouldn't chaos. That would turned up. That would K- turned up. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, MSK versus uh, MSK with Kushida versus uh, Elgato del Fantasma. And yeah, I thought, you know, they didn't go as crazy. Uh, Elgato del Fantasma and uh, MSK weren't going as crazy as they did in the, uh, in the triple threat uh, mm-hmm. at TakeOver. So I tweeted like, yo, this is fairly tame for a six man. You know, like uh, they didn't, you know, because, you know, uh, AEW normally goes, you know, they start doing the spot for spot really quick. Yeah, you know, and the, the, everybody and, outside do a front flip, mm-hmm. you know, all that yeah, shit. Yeah, and, you know, they do the spots first and then they do the wrestling and then they go back to it. But um, I thought this was really cool when, you know, because she just out. And I was very, when I saw them, do- when I saw them doctors out, I was just saying, hey, hey, hey. Hey, I was very scared. <laughs> I hope Kushida's okay because he had it. Uh, I think he injured his shoulder, uh, and he had some other injuries uh, just a couple years, ago, uh, just a year ago. So mm-hmm. I, I hope he didn't re-aggravate anything. But I thought that was really cool. And um, what is it? Uh, nah, no, is is Wesley right? Uh, I I know. <laughs> I know I said a lot of things weird on this Wesley is the black one. Nash Carter is the white one. Is that what okay. You're yes. It's, it's, okay. It's, it's, yes. It's the, it's the Carl Lenny. Uh, yes. <laughs> okay. I, I I was just making sure. Um, but nah, uh, when he was in there all alone versus uh, with uh, Elgato Del Fantasma, I thought this was ama- like amazing stuff. Yeah. Like peak, you know, insane baby face kind of uh, stuff here. I bet, you yeah. know. That motherfucker saw the uh, last guardian standing and said, I'm going to give it my fucking all. <laughs> I'm going to get this trials clip. You feel me? <laughs> and then I uh, thought it was very funny for NASCAR to be like screaming, going insane for yeah. the hot tag, screaming for it. As soon as he gets the tag, he gets his ass beat. Yep. <laughs> then Kushida come I was, in. I was just like, what are you doing, bro? But uh, Kushida coming in at a really good time. He, he um, dropped. Mm-hmm. I am glad that um, when Santos hit him with the finisher, that wasn't like what got the three count. It was uh, a yeah. Nash Carter taking the pin, which is like completely fine with me. And they're not booing MSK anymore. So I think we can move on from this. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. Um, really good match. I can't wait to see. Uh, can't wait to see what happens next week with, uh, with that faction. All really good stuff. I don't think um, I don't think uh, Elgato Del Fantasma is going to win the tag titles, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's all it's all good with me. Um, let's get into the quick hits. I put on the docket: Cyrus is not happy with Tony Storm and Pete Dunne. I'm going to start with Pete Dunne first because I'm going to be a lot, It's going to be a little more brief, but I don't like that. Pete Dunn promo because it reminds me a lot of the Alistair Black stuff where it was just like fight me please fight me like who want it like run up on me like where the fuck is y'all boys at and I'm just like dog nobody wants to fight you because you don't have no goal yeah people have like you say that you can like get these championships go do it like having that championship is what gives you that target on your back and that what gives you the competition that you want you know so I I thought it was really weird. <clears throat> um, 
I know a lot of people are speculating because uh, this Friday, uh, Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns have the match. If Daniel Bryan loses, he has to leave SmackDown. Mm-hmm. If you're going to run the Daniel Bryan match, I definitely think you could do this a lot differently. We did not need that Pete, Pete Dunne promo on the show. So let's say Daniel Bryan loses on Friday and he does uh, plan on to show up on NXT, right? You have Pete Dunne go to the ring, talk his shit. Or, or you could be the other way around and have Brian announce Brian, Daniel Bryan for next day. Okay, Daniel Bryan showed up on NXT next week. Don't even, or don't, don't do it because that ruins the surprise. You don't need a surprise. No, we need a, we need a, NXT needs some surprise. Like, I I think that's the surprise. NXT want that Millie. (laughs) You're right. You know what? what, That's what Nick Khan wants. I'm thinking like a Mark. I'm sorry. You're thinking like an executive. My bad, right. OG. That's, 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 that's the business degree talking. See, <laughs> um, right. So say say da- oh Daniel Daniel Bryan visiting you know mm-hmm. the Capitol Wrestling Center, whatever. As soon as he comes out, he doesn't get to talk. Pete Dunn comes out right there. So you say, you don't have or, to. Like, or you know yeah, just uh, just something. I I, I I I absolutely didn't think that the Pete Dunn promo was needed. Um, I, I think it's really weird to say, like, I can take the championship uh, from you. Fucking do that shit. Go try. Do that shit, right? Yeah, you, you want challengers? That's how you get it. Because, like, I'm not, I'm not uh, you know, yes, you know, an upstart, upcoming babyface could absolutely, you know, or, like, just an upcoming wrestler in general can absolutely make a name of themselves off Pete Dunne. Like, that yeah. is something that you can absolutely do. But... <laughs> Motherfucker, I got championship aspirations, baby. I need some gold. I'm on my grime shit with it. I'm like, I'm looking for some diamonds. You feel me? You feel me? But uh, now with Tony Storm, I I'm I'm a little less mad at this one. I know a lot of people are freaking out and they're just like, "What the fuck are they doing with Tony Storm? Really going crazy about it?" Um, the loss wasn't clean. You know, there was uh, there was a distraction finish. It, it it's not a Leon Ruff situation. Yeah, where you know he won clean as a uh, clean as a whistle, and he won the title. Well, you know the title, uh, you know just winning clean as a whistle. Um, I I thought it was cool that they. I didn't think they were gonna do the Leon Ruff thing again. Well, like it's not for the title, but I I didn't think they were gonna have like the what we thought was enhancement talent win over a big superstar like that. Yeah. Um. So. I, I thought that uh, it was that was a cool surprise. I think my main issue with this is the promo before the match, because Tony Storm, you're not gonna talk cash shit to me when a year ago, Kaylee Ray ran you out, ran you out of the UK in tears. Mm. Mm. You have no wins under your belt. You lost the EO twice. You don't really have any momentum to really be talking this cash shit. Yeah. And especially after losing to Zoe Stark at uh, the TakeOver pre-show. So I think it's cool that they're going to run the match. They're like, you know, they're going to run the match back because, you know, uh, Zoe, I, I think Zoe Stark and um, Tony Storm are definitely going to get some much needed character work out of this. That's what because I they could already Because they could already work, but like they need some character work. That's what and, I was just going to say that about Zoe Stark, bro. Like, <laughs> Is is Amber Moon all over again? Like, yeah, you can work. Yeah, you gotta look, but like, 
No personal. What, what are you? What, what yeah. is, what's your reasoning for anything? And, 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 and that's why I think a lot of people have like this kind of like weird. Well, I don't I want to say it. it's completely justified. Um, like. They're just like puzzled with uh, the Zoe Star booking because it was just like you haven't established any character with her yet, but she's getting all these wins. We don't know anything about this woman. Yeah, do I, don't, about I don't know her ethnicity. I don't know where she's from. I don't know thing about this woman. Yeah. I, don't know, I don't know where she's from. Where is she from? Yeah, like, call, like come on. Go, go. Hey, hey, Vic Joseph, Wade Barrett, I love y'all, man. Y'all go ahead and step it up, man. Yeah. <laughs> Let me know but something. Like, like wh- 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 where, where's her, uh, where's, where's her vignette? You feel me? The, uh, where's her vignette? Who is this chick? Yeah, so I think, so I'm a, uh, I'm a little less mad at it. I think they, you know, they are in their own little universe right now and they're going to uh uplift each other or they're they're gonna both move upwards but i do think that it's weird for uh <clears throat> i think it's really weird for tony storm to have this sort of character with like no wins in the past like three months like that it, it, it's very uh puzzling to me but um uh, there's a segment on the show with Grizzle Young Veterans. I was very surprised they gave them mic time. Not that they're bad on the mic. I was just very surprised by it. Um, and Timothy Thatcher and Tommaso Ciampa come out. It is so good to see Timothy Thatcher again. I, da- I, I damn near cried when I saw that gray shirt. He fucked the, he fucked the chant up there. He fucked the song up. He said uh, it backwards. Okay. I care. I don't. <laughs> if, if you know, that's one of the best chants in wrestling. He fucked it up. <laughs> I, I I like how he quoted the pay per view where it happened to where and happened. still <laughs> fucked up the chant. <laughs> yeah, all that research is to fuck it up. Yeah. Um. But it, it is what it is. I'm looking forward to this match. It should be good. Um. This is definitely a number one contender match without them saying it. Yeah. So sure. uh, we'll we'll see how that goes. I think is it's gonna be a banger. So. Yeah, they're gonna hit hard too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Finn Balor was in uh, Tulum, Mexico. Uh, you, you feel me? The, the, uh, with the wifey, with the wifey, the uh, the the, uh, the hottest spot in town uh, in the pandemic. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, he and, he could. He could. Yeah. Uh, shit. Uh, we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> um, just be just because he on the uh, just because he on the um, <laughs> on the ad. Don't mean he. Uh... Mm. Hey man. Mm. There, there's a there's a lot of people promoting flat tummy tea, but they're not drinking it. Mm. I'll, stop, I'll stop right there. Mm. Um, I'll go ex- expose them. <laughs> it's Say their names. <laughs> um, Finn Balor will be on the show <laughs> next week. Um, looking forward to that. Adam Cole is not done with Kyle O'Reilly, or he's not done with NXT. Period. We will see. He'll probably be back in action at some point in time. God knows, but it's cool, man. He was talking that shit. Yeah, he was talking cash shit. But yeah, uh, there, he was talking cash shit in the promo. I think he does. He does the heel, backstab, big baller. Like he is a phenomenal heel, and I think uh, I tweeted at the time uh, during the promo that happened. I think he does the big baller shit way better than Kenny Omega has uh Kenny Omega and Don Callis has been doing in the past couple months. Well Kenny's a nerd so yeah uh, it, it don't come it, it don't <laughs> come that it don't come natural. Uh, and Don Callis I um 
I don't know. I think um, the the Bucks flip flopping and the Good Brothers being present is definitely what sours me on that. I definitely think like it could have been a little more condensed, and if it wasn't like John Moxley involved again, it probably would have just been a lot different. But um, yeah, I don't, will Adam Cole be back in action? Who knows? He, uh, we, we'll see what happens. Um, so there was a vignette that happened and a gift that dropped on Twitter and it had a lot of people concerned. And I would just like to say people real fucking lax. Um, when you saw the diamond mine post, uh, vignette, how'd you feel about it? So I didn't watch NXT live. So I, like, okay. I just so happened to be on Twitter and I saw something that said diamond mine, and then I saw people quote tweeting it by saying, oh, Tessa Blanchard's on her way. <laughs> when, why do they, they keep doing this? Okay, but like, when was the last time there was like a surprise in Sign. NXT? Yeah, like, when, when, when was like, when is that ha- like, when has that ever happened? If somebody signs to NXT, we will fucking know. Yeah. <laughs> You will, will see the, absolutely, you'll see the yeah. property of WWE t-shirt. You feel me? On their chest. You gonna you see feel it. me? They just they just dropped two classes. Uh new NXT class. I ain't see her name on there. So I definitely think people need to really, really relax. But why and, are people forcing it? That's the problem. Like people are well, really like for what? a year now. People have been so, forcing this test of the WWE thing. I think this it's so weird. One, that that's their thing, knowing that how WWE operates. People being excited and, you know, wishing that Tesla Blanchard is there. And then the other side of it, people really complaining as if WWE actually signed Tesla Blanchard. Yeah, they're like, of course WWE That's, would sign Tesla Blanchard, like, when they had no plans on it. You know what when, I mean? <laughs> oh, how, how dare you? Well, we didn't do it. Yeah. Like, they're looking for a reason to get mad. Like, they're expecting them to do the, the, the wrong thing. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? Uh, it, it, I, I thought that was so weird. It's strange. It's so strange. But so, no, besides that, Diamond Mine, either mm-hmm. it's it's some MMA stable or it's yeah. some kind of like Raw Underground Division, it's, NXT Underground. It's one or the yeah. other. I don't. So the the, the rabbit hole, because I saw the Tesla Blanchard thing and I saw people freaking out. I was just like, motherfucker, I'm going to just wait and see. Leave me alone. Uh, I go into our group chat. Uh, mm-hmm. You can join if you're a patron. And I saw, uh, I saw that this is possibly a stable, a stable full of a lot of the new signees in the PC who are your big hulking muscle type, you know, your fucking Hulk Hogan's and uh, yeah. Macho Man's. So I'm not excited. Um, I saw some things where it, uh, you know, the the video, uh, the video package where they just showed like chains and you know people training, and I was just like. Is this the NXT third show that has been rumored, yeah. uh, the Evolve thing, or is it going to be – like, I don't know why I thought it was going to be a Raw Underground type thing. That's what I thought first. Because I was, like, like, I, was th- I said Raw Underground was back as a joke, but, like, we have the fight pit. Yeah. So the fight pit is insanely less special if we get fight pit matches. Yeah, true. As like so, so like, I just I just ruled I I uh, I just ruled that out. 
But if it's Yo. a if it's just gonna be a faction of muscle dudes enough. So you know what this reminds me of? You remember back in the day, like early NXT days, mm-hmm. and they had that rumored stable, uh, like Shoot Nation, that was supposed to come out. It never happened, and it was it's like, like a, it's, it's was, it was it, it was it was Dawkins. I think it was Dawkins, Gable, Tucker, and somebody else, and they were supposed to be like these shoot serious shoot guys. Knowing where all all those guys came ended up being <laughs> doing. Hey. But that was the stable. That would probably be like the big deal. I remember I used to hear about it all the time. I, I, I love Angelo Dawkins in the Street Pirates, but that yeah, nigga ain't no shooter, bro. <laughs> that nigga ain't no shooter, bro. He might be. Isn't he like undefeated? Wasn't he like undefeated in like college or some shit like that? Or am I bugging? I might, be, I might have made that up. He, he ain't no shooter, bro. I, 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 <laughs> you do BJJ with Kyle, so you know. Hey, Look. you know what? Let me show you before you come and be mine. Yeah, I'm about to say. I don't yeah. want to have to shoot him in. So, uh, are you really going to shoot? I'm not. Uh, I'm not looking forward to uh, Muscle Guy faction, but you know me. I'm open to being impressed. So, if they okay. come out, if they come out and wild out, yeah, shit, these niggas kind of fly, man. <laughs> but uh, that is it for NXT. We got a big show next week. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll see what happens with Pete Dunn, man. I'm kind of tired of the fight me promos, please. Like, I'm I'm off that. But please fight let's me. let's transition to AEW. Work that way. You want a spot? You gotta earn it. You said last week that at 25 years old I was curtain jerking in WCW, and you're damn right I was, and damn proud of it, because that's what led me to where I am today. But what you didn't mention is that 25 years old, I'd already headlined arenas around the world in Japan and Mexico and Germany. And that's another reason why I'm here today, because that's where I learned respect. That's where I got experience and life lessons. And that's where I earned the reputation that put me at the top of this game. What is this episode of AEW, bro? This episode of AEW is a very odd one. I I, I was uh, filling out the docket while making the uh, while uh, you know watching the show, and I was just like, "What the hell are going to be our main topics?" Because this episode of AEW just had a a bunch of matches with oddly enough no post-match angle that they normally do every week. Like, uh, a lot of these matches just happen. I'm going to tell you right now what happened with this episode. They were like, we we have a week week before we have to do Blood and Guts. We need to fill this week of TV time. And you know Mm -hmm. how I know it's some bullshit episode? Because when they started the show, it was bright daylight outside. And then literally the next segment, it was pitch black outside. I said, "Oh no, they, uh, yeah, they were just they were just yeah, throwing yeah. matches on this joint." Yeah, your third, your third, your third eye was open. I ain't even uh, peeped that. <laughs> no, I'll tell you, it was like, it, it, like I swear they probably taped that match for uh, Hangman and Cage on like elevation or something like that, mm-hmm. and then just threw it on Dynamite because it was broad yeah. daylight outside in the first match, and then yeah, th- this uh, honestly to me, I don't. I know this might sound weird. <laughs> that's the, that's going to be the catchphrase going forward. But um, we got a random go home show, even though we knew that uh, Blood and Guts was coming. And I just think this is a very weird go home show where you only had one match announced. And that one match that you have announced 
has the best segment on the show because it's something that you absolutely prepared. Yeah. Um, with that said, the inner circle and pinnacle segment is probably the best inner circle segment ever. Fantastic. This fantastic. Hey, I must have forgot Jericho was a veteran on the mic, bro. My bad. My bad, OG. My bad, OG, because my look, nigga went crazy. Crazy. <laughs> look, look, see, this is a difference. This without you remember when we were talking about we don't understand why MJF gets to gets this all this high praise for his mic skills. Mm-hmm. Like the like we just see the, them back to back. Do you see the difference? Yeah. Like, do people yeah. see the difference now? You see the difference it, between somebody who like you feel me does this shit. Somebody, so somebody watch iced out. You feel me? The other one not that yeah. polished. You know what I mean? Like MJF tried to talk his shit. He tried to get his bars off. Jericho said, "I'm gonna show you how to really do this." Yeah. <laughs> and I, I felt what Jericho was saying. I, I felt it. You know what I mean? Turn, turn, he Jer, uh, Jericho hit that. Uh, you know, he was talking to the working man. I worked yeah. 25 years for this shit. That's yeah. why I can do what I do. This yeah. is why AW is what it is. That's why I'm the first champion, nigga, from fucking Japan, Mexico, headline on that shit. Yeah, I was curtain jerking, nigga, but look where the fuck I'm at. And I thought that was the best shit that AEW has done in a very, very, very long time. Just outstanding stuff, man. That was a really yeah. good promo for Jericho. And, uh, I thought it was nice that everybody else got a chance to talk. Um, because we Sammy, didn't get Sammy barred Sean Spears up too. Killed him, killed him. They're, they're, he had no chance. Mur- murked him. That when I was in the kitchen and I heard, I heard you was a failure at your last job too. I hear. I, I was just like, all right, shit. We had to go there. Yeah, you. I can think of a lot meaner bars, but I'm not going to say them right now. Uh, <laughs> but I thought this was a really cool segment. Um, my own, not everything's perfect, but I think my only gripe with this sort of thing is that um, who wins here? I think Pinnacle should probably win this match. But they- where, where does that leave the inner circle? I don't know. <laughs> Come on, business major. Fuck, fuck, fine now. <laughs> um, well, uh, when I was thinking this during the show, when they were going back and forth, they were just like, we're gonna like dominate your squad and then like, you know, be the new faces of AEW. And then I was just like, Sammy Guevara and the inner, uh, and, um, Pride and Powerful haven't really got much footing on AEW yet. So I think it would be very weird for their faction to like sort of dissolve before they, you know, they really uh, got any accolades. You think they would dissolve? They lose? Oh, well, they make it seem like that. Oh, well, I just think that it'll be really weird because like neither of these groups really have a lot of accolades under their belt. So it's kind of weird that, you know, they're coming to a clash like this to more or less disband one another. Mm-hmm. Like um between both teams, there's one champion each. 
I'm counting the tag team, or you know, I'm tagging. I'm, I'm the tag team championship is one, but like yeah. there's two. Got there's you. two champions on both uh both spots, and that's like about it. Yeah. So um, I like, you know, like you said, they might not disband, but like I do think it's weird that like it it it, it just. It just seems like it's all like it seems too early for the well. This match is too big for the for the pinnacle to lose. They've done nothing so far. Like they've done yeah, nothing. they have to establish themselves as an actual like threat. Mm-hmm. And the inner circle, yeah, they are prominent on the show, but there's no true accolades under their belt besides Jericho's solo achievement. Yep. So um, that that's where it gets a little weird there, but um, I definitely thought this segment was really really good. I did like the Jericho promo, um, barred him up. There's levels to this shit, and MJF ain't there, man. I told so. I quoted I quoted that Jay Electronica verse. What he said, he said, "You talk real smooth and you play the part well, but that shit energy you're giving off, it feels unfamiliar. We need we need something realer, real hip hop." The uh, Jer- Jer- Jericho hit him with the uh, the little B diss to Joe Budden, bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, re- really barred him up, but um, yeah, barred him up on that too. <laughs> some uh, some other stuff uh, for the for the quick hits. Um, the Forbidden Door is not open, and once again, it is not one of the A players that everybody thought would be coming to AEW. Um, Yuji Nagata. Blue uh Blue Justice. Blue Justice. Uh will be coming to fa- uh in two weeks um to face uh John Moffley for the IWUS championship. That's cool. I forgot you um, that, to be honest with you. Yeah, so that's why I'm not really excited for it. I do like Yuji Nagata. I think he's one of the uh one of the best older uh individuals on uh New Japan. Like I think him and uh Suzuki are definitely the two best of there. I do like uh, Satoshi Kojima, but like he's not one of my favorites. Um, it's cool. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm not gonna get super excited for this because once again, the Forbidden Door is open, but like not a oh uh, not an A A plus player is not coming out of there. So yeah. it is what it is. Um, Darby Allen faces. Uh, Beats ten for the championship, and honestly, I'm I'm bored with this title right now. Like, how uh, it's been quite some time since the revolution. I think Darby Allen can enter another story, mm-hmm. and I do think it's weird that we have a lot of people on this show just having matches when they could be, you know, kind of forming a like a story or you know, something around Darby Allen right now, because, right, the open challenge thing, well, needs a story. Well, well, at the end of the match, um, he did get jumped by, uh, what's my man's name? Ethan, all ego, Ethan Page, so. That's, that's not enough. I guess that's the story for now, at least. I, we'll see how it goes. If, if he has the match, uh, in the next couple weeks, if, uh, Ethan Page has the match, I'm not like I, I, I do, I do need some story to build from. Yeah. Or oh, man, I, man. I just need, I just need a story to be attested. Like I'm kind of, I'm, I'm, I'm bored of the open challenge thing. Yeah. This, this episode of Dynamite was just so inconsequential, man. 
But um, with that, we can get a quick hits real quick. Because I do want I do want to talk about Hangman Page versus Brian Cage, mm-hmm. and I don't really understand the the result of why. So you've had Hangman on this winning streak for so long. He's twelve and zero this year. L- literally became your number one contender without saying it, and then you had like. And then you have Brian Cage beat him clean, straight up, in like a ten minute match. What? Where? What? What are we doing? Booker of the year, Tony Khan. <laughs> I mean, look, you sent me that video of you know Jim Cornette talking about this situation uh, with mm-hmm. you know where where Hangman Page was at a year ago. Mm-hmm. Compared to now, and I hate agreeing with Jim Cornette. I really, really, it pains me. J- Justin sent me a clip of Jim Cornette talking about Hangman Page and uh, Ricky Starks. And normally, I do roll my eyes. I'm just like, oh fuck, Jim Cornette, why you want me to listen to shit, man? But listening to Jim Cornette, it felt like listening to the War Report, and I was kind of sick because <laughs> I, I. I didn't want to be like, I I didn't want to be like, oh my God, are we just black Jim Cornette? (laughs) Are we we black Cornette? Uh, Less problematic and just black. Uh, But he, I, I, I did, I did like what he had to say about um, Hangman Page and uh, Ricky Starks, but like Hangman Page is absolutely not as high as he was last year. We said that, uh, we said that going into revolution. Yeah. Like what? What? What was the uh shit? I don't even remember what he did at Revolution. That we wrestled Kenny. No, uh, this year. He didn't wrestle was Kenny. He... No, he wrestled with Kenny in the first. Didn't he wrestle against Kenny? At no, la- last year against the Bucks. Yeah, but this no, year. This, didn't he wrestle Kenny? Matt Hardy. Oh, he wrestled Matt. See, I'm, I'm all fucked up. Come on, son. Like, this boy was this boy was wrestling Matt Hardy. That's right. Last year. He was getting cheers over the beloved Young Bucks. He was getting cheers and not Kenny Omega. He was getting stone cold this, level pops, bro. This man was absolutely on top of the world. And you cannot, you can't tell me that they changed course because the pandemic happened. No. You you turned them into a drunk. You turned them back into like this like weird depressed guy. You had the Matt Hardy thing, which was super weird. And now the you have order a, stuff. Yeah. Fuck the dark. The dark <laughs> order stuff is so lame, man. I did. I did like when he, uh, they they uh, he said no, and they were just like he said yes. I did that think was that was fun. very funny. But besides that, no, this is dumb. And I I think a lot of this um, a lot of the segments that he have with dark order aren't necessarily good. I think they're too goofy. Um, but yeah, it this is this is so weird. Like they're very like on and off with them like it's, it's so weird man i like hey man page a lot and you're, they're really doing him and a lot of other mid carters on the show uh, a disservice um i think there's a lot of people on the show that could have that could be tnt champions um mm-hmm. but it is what it is um speaking of, speaking of two of them mm-hmm. uh orange cassidy and pentagon jr pentagon is feuding with the best friends by himself. What yeah, the fuck is going? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought this match was so weird because uh, 
Orange Cassidy cheated to win. I didn't yeah. think that was needed. Uh, you're 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 a baby, man. You don't you don't need to. Uh, the the one of the biggest the one of the biggest babies. Yeah, you you didn't need to. Uh, you need to uh, get payback or revenge like that. I think the I think the the success would have been enough. You feel me? Success is the best revenge. Uh, so that was a little weird. I I didn't really get that. Um, I don't like this Mike guy. I don't like that his. He's a very shitty valet yeah. because his ta- like his only tactic to like distract the ref or the wrestler is grab the mic and go, hey, 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 Pentagon said. Yeah. Come on, bro. Stop it. Not a uh, wasn't a big fan of the match. Can um, I get on my can I get on my old man JR shit real quick. Yeah, go ahead, man. <laughs> Number one, we need to slow down. Number two, it happened again. This is this is the week like seven seventh week in a row where a nigga did a big move and then the other guy no sells it immediately after. My man mm-hmm. Pentagon did a full on uh Canadian destroyer middle of the ring. And it did it or didn't get a cover right right back up. Yeah, uh, right it, back up. And did uh and did uh, did the beach break, which I was just like. Yeah, I, I I rolled my eyes at that too. I didn't really um... that took me out the match, bro. I was like, I didn't even care anymore. I was like, this is the, oh I yeah, hate, I, I, I hate it. I, I I didn't care for this match, period. Honestly, because I do think it's very weird that um, these guys are feuding again for really no true reason. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it it is absolutely whatever to me. Um. Young Bucks versus the Seidel brothers. I was recording a different podcast that you will hear later this week. Hey. So I did not watch this. It was fun. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hopefully the Young Bucks sneakers are real this time around. Um, they, they, they were flexing them pretty hard. Good for them for rocking real sneakers. Um, <clears throat> Penelope Ford versus Chris, uh, Chris Statlander. I thought this match was really good. I, I do like Penelope Ford a lot. Uh, uh, Chris Statlander still really good. Okay. I don't really have much to say. Um, they look good. Kip Sabian gets his ass beat by Miro much later. I think it was very nice of him to not beat his ass while uh, Penelope Ford was having the match. <laughs> That's all I have to really say about that. Um, Kingston comes out. I really don't like that he said cut the sports entertainment shit. You know, whatever they guy they can't, help, they can't help themselves they can't you know they can't do it they you were at a wwe tryout stop trying to play us <clears throat> stop it stop it but um he calls out kenny omega uh mike nakazawa comes out jumps him and then brian cutler who i don't know how he accepted the position that he is in now uh but he he came out and tried to do the thing too kenny omega came out in the cleanest suit ever that's his best fit that, so far. Yeah, that, that, is, that is his... He he finally looked at what Bobby Lashley uh, shows him that, you know, what the Hurt Business was rocking. Uh, it was just like, oh, that's how you wear a suit. That's what I should be wearing. On, on a side note, I would love to see Kenny versus Bobby Lashley. That'd be a great match. Yeah, it'd be cool. That'd be a, that'd be a fantastic match. Man, what, 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 the, uh, what a partnership with Impact could have been a couple years ago. Right. And Kenny Omega was still on top of the world. That would have been really cool. Um, what did, uh, anything else? Um, quick hits. Uh, what? You talking about Cody? 
Oh. Um, QT March, the uh, the Factory versus Nightmare Family, a six man tag match that once again nobody at no one asked for this fucking feud. Who? I don't understand. Either way, at the end, uh, the Factory, which is uh, QT Marshall, Nick Camarado, and Aaron Solo, defeated the Nightmare Fat Family. They went for you know the the post match beatdown. Oh, also somehow they stole Cody's ugly tacky looking fucking trailer. I don't know how they stole it. They like hijacked his whole truck. It was I don't know. And then Cody pops out of the pops out of the trailer. He beats up QT Marshall. They fight on top of the trail. It was, I mean, whatever. <laughs> but Cody's and, back. Cody's back. <laughs> um, for the, for the, uh, when I was watching AEW and I saw that this match was next, I text Quan. I'm setting up the Zoom. <laughs> I'm not watching this. Um, I don't. I, I don't really care for it. QT Marshall versus Cody. Uh, that's going to be happening next week. I don't give a shit. Honestly, I really don't. Um. If you're excited about by, by this match, I want to know what you want. <laughs> I really do. Uh, it's whatever. Uh, Jay, uh, Jay Cargill, off the top of my dome, uh, she was just like, fucking, I ain't signing nobody, man. So I think it would be really nice to just have her wrestle instead of doing this uh, these vignettes. I don't even know why you teased her possibly signing with somebody if she just wasn't. Just have... I have she is. Oh, yeah, whatever. Um, put her in like Team Taz. How pissed would you be if they put her in Team Taz? Dog. <laughs> they put Jade Cargo Team Taz. Um, we're, we will not review AEW if that happens. <laughs> I, I, I swear to fucking God, we will not talk about AEW if that happens. Um, I, I think it's weird. Um, now that Jade Cargill and Red Velvet are more or less done with their feud. I definitely think it's now time for them to enter the ecosystem that is the AEW women's division. Like they really need to like start tapping in now. Same yeah. with like uh I know they had a vignette on the show, we didn't talk about it, but like Zia Lee and then her uh her crew, like I think it's time for them to actually get like caught up into the uh the the true ecosystem of NXT. Like yeah. uh let, let's start actually having them face other people. You know some some the, the real beaters on the show, <laughs> um, but yeah, that is it for our show. You can follow me on me Cyrus on Twitter at h underscore visibility. You can listen to Quan uh, at the comeback spot. You can follow the A Show RNC Network on uh, at the A Show RNC. You can uh, subscribe to us on Patreon. We have a lot of cool shows coming up. Um, like I said earlier on the show, we re- we reviewed Hardcore Heaven 1999 earlier this week. You can listen to that exclusively on the Patreon. That will not hit the feed. Um, you can listen to a uh, episode talking about 2K22. Uh, you get this. Uh, you get the War Report early, of course, and. Yeah, that's about it. And we'll be entering a Patreon-only discussion now. So if you really want to know what we're talking about, uh, come on in, man. Just just join. It's only $5, which is what most Patreon podcasts go for. So it'll be nice. And then drop 50. If you like AEW, drop $50 so we can talk about it. (laughs) Y'all give us $50. I'll talk about whatever. I'll I'll go full-on extensive 
about QT Marker <laughs> Honestly, we could right now. <laughs> so uh see you uh see you non patrons next week. Uh hopefully you have a really good weekend. Um get vaccinated if you can, wear your mask, even though Joe Biden says, Oh, fuck it, you can you could get a little goosey with it. I mean, keep, you're outside. Keep, yeah. keep, 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 keep your mask on, man. Keep keep other people around you safe. You don't know who vaccinated and who isn't. Uh, especially when motherfuckers having fake vac cards. But uh, we'll see wow. you next week. <laughs>